0: In this episode of watchdogs podcast we cover how indigenous youth in canada are struggling with suicide and addiction indigenous peoples have a rough history in our country and are still at a disadvantage to this day you can find some horrific stories told by indigenous people having dealt with residential schools abuse racism and much more parents having their children taken away and separated from loved ones Many indigenous people suffer from addiction using prescription drugs such as sedatives, stimulants, and pain relievers. horrific that there is a vast group of people in our community that are exposed to things that I will talk about, especially at such a young age. Children are abusing drugs and themselves and sometimes end up taking their own lives. I can't imagine any of my younger siblings or family falling into that trap. It would be horrific and break me. <laughs> Clearly, there's an outstanding problem amongst Indigenous lives in Canada that is in dire need of help. So how is Canada helping, you might ask? Well, a man named Gavin Larking created a program called RUOK. After 24 young Indigenous people took their own lives in 2019, three of those deaths being 12-year-old children, the RUOK launched a national campaign aimed at reducing suicide rates in Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities. So, let's look at the numbers to show how different it is for the indigenous peoples compared to non-indigenous. Suicide rates for Inuit youth are among the highest in the world, 11 times more than the national average. Male indigenous aged 15 to 24 have a suicide rate of 120 per 100,000 people, compared to non-indigenous being 5 per 100,000. Indigenous females have a suicide rate of 35 per 100,000, while non-Indigenous have five per 100,000. So 11% of Aboriginal youth self report drug abuse of prescription drugs and 8% of Métis youth self-report drug abuse, 184 Inuit aged 12 through 17 self-report drug abuse of prescriptions, compared to non-Indigenous people being 5.6%. In 2013, First Nations Health Authority began supporting treatment centers in British Columbia, Aboriginal people seeking help was seventeen percent compared to Canadian average of eight percent. In None of it, twenty-seven percent of all deaths have been suicides since nineteen ninety nine, one of the highest and continues to rise. With a self observation, I can say that the suicide rates and drug abuse is greatly caused by our government, especially the child services taking away family, leaving a hole in affected indigenous people's hearts, leaving them left depressed and used as a gateway to such. Now, let's talk about the Indian Act. One of the most racist things i've seen towards the indigenous people of canada considering signing this treaty you needed a first nations chief who couldn't even read the whole thing and it was extremely biased towards the government this act is not the same today now that it had a redrafting in 1951 the retreat the treaty was created to assimilate indigenous into a more mainstream lifestyle which to me sounds very familiar to someone who caused a mass homicide amongst many Jewish people. (sighs) A good read that shows how indigenous lives are restricted and have a lot more struggles than non-indigenous was Indian Horse. Indian Horse is a novel with a main character Saul, Indian Horse. The novel shows how he overcomes his struggles through residential schools and alcohol abuse. In this story, he ends up leaving the residential school for hockey, but suffers from trauma, seeing horrific things like an indigenous girl slitting her throat in front of him to end the suffering residential schools caused. Saul also found out that one of the people in the residential school he was closest with and gave him great help on overcoming things He had raped a little girl. Saul was an alcoholic but ended near the end of the read when he comes back to his hometown. But when he was playing hockey outside of his hometown, he saw a lot of racism, getting called names and taunted by the crowd at his games. Suicide should not be normal in the Indigenous community, and many families must go through the pain of seeing their loved ones die so early when there wasn't anything they could have done. As you're listening to my podcast, how do you feel you would react to losing a younger sibling, family member, or friend to suicide? Your family will feel the same way. So if you feel like you need help, please reach out to a suicide hotline and get help. Mental illness in our youth is not only a problem Indigenous face, but everyone. Our generation is more open about mental illness than ever. Please seek help. This is the end of the Watchdogs podcast, and I urge anyone listening to step forward and make a change. If you would like to do that, you can donate to ontario.cmha.ca.